When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Hey guys, this week on the group chats, we're going to change things up a little bit and it's actually going to be group therapy. Why can't we acknowledge that the guy who was never supposed to be here as an undrafted quarterback is not a reason this team is losing, but a reason that this team has been fairly competitive. And then as we preview this Atlanta Falcons matchup, we embarrass ourselves by trying to rap. Alex Arma's going to whoop on your grandma. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh. I, I think I said grandmama and then First maybe said grandmama. We have this and so much more on this week's The Group Chat. You've been added to the group chat with your friends Caroline Can, Max Henson, and Will Bryan. The group chat this week, I already feel like it has a different vibe. It feels different in here because our our member here is is frustrated. Max looks a little Am I not bringing a good vibe? You look a little It's intense. Look a little angry. Maybe the rap music, you know, was getting you in the the mood here to Max get you ready to get some some game time here. We do we need to have a therapy session? DMX. Oh oh oh. That was bad. Wow. Okay. That was bad. I well, do that. Nope. Okay. You want to do over? Can I do that again? <laughs> do not cut that from the final. Oh god. <laughs> I'm not doing it again. Okay, you're just gonna live with that one. Yeah, I'm gonna, that it, I've done it better, but I'm not gonna try it again. Because then if I did it bad twice, then. You only get one shot. Yeah, that's true. You can make it way one worse. One shot, one opportunity. Yeah. Ooh, that should be in a song. All right, you may have just redeemed yourself there. We are going to get to some embarrassing rap rhymes uh, that we have written ourselves. But first, we have to address something because when a when a member of the team is hurt or frustrated or I'm not sure what's going on in, in Max's world right now, but I can feel the tension, we need to mm. talk about it. It's so, Max, emanating. Max, how are you doing? I'm fine. We've talked about um, Twitter being a dark place before on this show, I believe. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, uh, it's a large part of what I have to do on a daily basis is be on there. And then, yeah, obviously, we're sharing news and stories and everything. Congrats on 40,000 followers. Thank you. Big <laughs> milestone. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I just have to say I'm very frustrated at the moment with the reaction to Kyle Allen's performance and there being from a, not everybody, but from a certainly a vocal uh, segment of the, the Twitterverse out there that just immediately wants to compare everything he does to Cam Newton and, and really tear down Kyle in the process. When, from my vantage point, and I know from the vantage point of the guys that Kyle's playing with, the guy has done 
everything he possibly can to keep this team alive. I mean, to try to salvage a season. I mean, how many teams, if you were to say, we're going to lose their starting quarterback after week two, are still sitting here in the fight for a playoff spot? I don't, I don't think very many. But Kyle, who has only lost two career games, one of them being at Lambeau Field in the snow against Aaron Rodgers, and the other two, a team that just lost its first game of the season, the San yeah. Francisco 49ers, I feel like is under such heavy scrutiny after every incompletion, uh, after every mistake, and I just don't, and maybe you guys can help me understand, I just don't understand why he's being held to this sort of impossible standard. And for me, like, look, I was a, I'm always been a big Cam supporter throughout his time, and he's taken a lot of heat throughout his career, but Cam Newton was not a perfect quarterback. No one is. Right. Aaron Rodgers, the week ago, had 161 passing yards and a loss to the Chargers. He's the gold standard of the quarterback position. These, these guys are not perfect. Why are we expecting Kyle Allen to be perfect? And why can't we acknowledge that the guy who was never supposed to be here as an undrafted quarterback, who was benched twice in his college career, has done nothing but overcome all of that and earned his way onto this team and into the lineup, and for what I'm seeing is not a reason this team is losing, but a reason that this team has been fairly competitive. Of late, I mean, uh, do, do do people remember how the record of Cam when he started his first ten games? Yeah, two, two and eight. Right, we're talking, Cam started two and eight. We're not talking Kyle. We're not talking about a guy who's been around for several years. Right, this is, we're talking about essentially a guy who hasn't completed a full season of sixteen games. He wasn't drafted. So yeah, and look, the fumbled snap, a huge mistake, very costly. The interception in the end zone, another one. Kyle owns up to that. Yeah. But I don't understand what, like, to, if we're going to expect him not to make any mistakes, uh, then I just don't, I don't think it's a sensible, rational way to look at this. I mean, this is a guy that you know is going to be making some. He's still learning and growing as a young quarterback in this league. But why can't, if you're a Panther fan, get behind him right. and support him through that instead of this having to be a constant, well, when he makes a mistake now, it's, oh, well, you know, that wouldn't, this wouldn't happen with Cam. Or if we have Cam... He runs it in on that two-point conversion. They're not, they're not the same quarterback. They're never going to be close to the same quarterback with their strengths and weaknesses. So I'm, I'm just very frustrated with the fact that it seems like we can't get away from doing this, uh, especially in, from what I see in the, in the Twitterverse. And I, I get that people are blaming the media largely because this is, they feel, a media narrative that's Cam versus Kyle, and people want to make a decision right now as to what the future is going to look mm-hmm. like for this team. I think we got it. What was it? Good Morning Football who just yeah. did a recent segment of whether Kyle Allen is the future of this team. And I get that that could be a fresh a source of frustration for people who love Cam Newton and and I just think we have the power to kind of make our own decisions and we can watch this team however we choose to. Mm-hmm. And if I were a Panther fan, I would watch this team, which is 5 and 4 right now, trying to beat Atlanta next week and remain in the playoff hunt. And get behind the quarterback who's giving you everything he's got, and I don't think is letting you down. Yeah, I mean, if you expect flawless from Kyle Allen, then I don't know what to tell you. But I think he's what he's done right now as what six and two as a starter in this league is he's given you a chance. And we talk all offseason about wanting to see real football games, and we've got them here. And these games count, you know, like they're in it. Uh, and so that's that that's that's been frustrating for me to watch this continue to unfold because it it just doesn't doesn't seem fair it doesn't seem sensible to me either. You know who needs to come on here? <laughs> oh boy! Say I something did. seriously. Listen, that's just a prerequisite to Southern Mama coming on here. I'll say this about the Kyle Allen Cam Newton comparison: I think it's lazy 
because comparing Kyle Allen and Cam Newton is very easy to do. Kyle Allen is closer to a Daniel Jones and Eli Manning-esque type of quarterback and his presence in the way that, you know, they're making fun of Daniel Jones coming with a book bag on, like he's coming out of his, like, freshman orientation at, at college. And I think that is more toward the Kyle Allen, whereas Cam Newton is very big personality, always running up, you know, to cameras and, and, and the kids and wanting that spotlight, and that's who Cam Newton is, and that's why people have grown to love him, and he has this Superman-esque personality about him. And Kyle just doesn't. That's not Kyle. He's, you know, not that huge personality outside of the locker room. He's not going to be running out of the tunnel with his hands out like he's flying. That's just not going to be Kyle Allen. So when people jump on Twitter and, and compare the two, I just roll my eyes. Like, stop being lazy. If you want to compare yeah. them based off of actual stats and the way that they're playing in the game and what they're doing, you don't have an argument. There is nothing there for you to do. So – I think people are just getting called up in yeah. who Cam Newton is as a person. And we all love Cam Newton. He, he's done such amazing things for this organization. And we are by no means saying that that's done. But it's just stop being lazy in this yeah. argument and comparing the two because it is very easy to put the two of them up against each other and see their differences. And I just I, – ever I've, I've yet to read a – Anything, uh, whether it's on, you know, hear it on TV or read anything on Twitter that I'm like, you know what, that's a good point. <laughs> I, I, I found a couple, a couple people came out because I was getting, getting into some back and forth with people about this a little bit. And there was, there were those who I was like, oh, okay, finally uh, someone who I think gets it. Because, I, I, again, I think the frustration is not so much what's happening right now. It's the looking into the future, right? It's the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the hardcore Cam Newton fan out there is so, you know, I guess uneasy, afraid about this idea that the Cam Newton era might be over, and right. I think so. Now Kyle then becomes the face of this demise, and and look, like I know that like that's something that's going on out there in the media. This is a discussion that's happening, and I think people are frustrated by that, and then they sort of take it out as they're watching the game. Mm-hmm. And so, like then when I say something about Kyle Allen performing well, then it becomes well, I don't, I, I don't want that to happen because. I want to see Cam come back into the fold. And so, like, that's sort of what's happening here. But no one's a bigger supporter of Kyle Allen than Cam Newton. Yep. You know, this whole team, and, and again, it's like months from now we can have this discussion, and this team will have discussions about what they're going to do for the future. And they're going to take that necessary time before they have it. Right now this team is trying to beat Atlanta. That's like that's the re- that's the reality of the situation is you're in the middle of a season and you're fighting for a playoff spot, and Kyle Allen's the quarterback. Whether whether you like that or not, like Cam's not coming back. I mean, he's on IR. I mean, he's not coming back for the rest of the regular season. So this team has no choice but to get behind Kyle. And I I wish that everybody could sort of take that same approach, but it doesn't seem to be something that's possible. I I, I will I will say this, in terms of the fans that are mad quote unquote mad at the media. Mm-hmm. I think for the most case, it's overblown, except when, you know, we we're we're technically part of this. You know, we yeah. we write we write articles on Panthers.com. We tweet. We know that when you put Cam Newton in a headline, mm-hmm. more people click on it, and it's gotten to a point now where every Saturday night, every Sunday morning, these morning shows, all of the morning news cycle is an update that's not an update. Yeah, like they are literally they're coming out with a new report 
a new something of guess what Cam's probably not going to play for the Panthers next year and it and it it literally is like we're playing the Packers. Yeah. He's been on he's he's on IR. He's still yep. on IR. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Literally nothing has changed. But we're going to do it again. You know, what's next week going to be? We're going right. to do it again. And and I do it, you know, there is you know, that sense of like people being triggered by this and Mm-hmm. They should, you know, maybe not be triggered by it. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll I'll grant that, but it does kind of feel like there's just this feeding of, you know, the the media needs the clicks. Yeah, you know, they kind of want to keep making that story be the story. Is Cam done? Is Cam done? Is right. Cam done? And, and, they, when, and they're keep and there's no new news. There's yeah. nothing new. They're still just saying what they said last week. Right. And when Kyle does well, it yeah. seems like yep. it's oh well, oh, Kyle's now, it now. It, He's got it. Well, and Ten then more years of Kyle Allen. Yeah, and then <laughs> and so then of course that's going to rile some people up, right. who yep. d- who may not want to see that. And then when he makes a mistake, which I think is what really frustrates me, it's then proves that he's mm-hmm. not the guy. Not and neither like is the we're, case. We're looking at a young quarterback who just went up to Lambeau Field in the snow against Aaron Rodgers, and I, I, if you if you watch that last drive and don't have some sort of appreciation for the effort that went into that, and I know it wasn't flawless, but that's just that's kind of sad to me mm-hmm. that like he goes up there against that team in those conditions and there's people who want to jump on him for kind of scrambling for his life at times and not being able to string some completions together they get down to all the way to the two yard line Christian comes up just inches short I mean that's that's a valiant effort and if you if you don't feel that way then I just we'll, we'll never see eye to eye because that's that's to me the only way you can look at that and people want to say you know some of the plays uh, you know near interceptions. Aaron Rodgers threw a near interception to Shaq Thompson late in that game. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like these guys, it's the quarterback play in the NFL, watching Russell Wilson and leading MVP candidate against San Francisco 49ers. So it was a horrible interception late in, in the overtime. Game where they're, they're setting up position yeah. to win. The, the expectation that Kyle has to be perfect somehow is really what that, I think that's the real source of my frustration is that um, what we're expecting of this kid. Uh, at least some people out there, I, I just I just don't think I just don't think it's fair. And we were talking about a Panthers team and the reason why they didn't win in Green Bay. If we're going to put that all on Kyle Allen, please. Aaron Jones, 100 yard rushing, three touchdowns on the ground. Packers rack up 160, six yards per carry. I mean, there are other things we can look at as the reason why Carolina did not come out victorious in that game. It's not always just on Kyle. I know it's quarterback driven league, but it seems to be that that's always where the attention is going. They lose a game. It's because Kyle Allen. If if they would have had a healthy Cam Newton, and if if they win a game, it's because of Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, you know, like when they beat when they beat Tennessee, it's because of Christian McCaffrey. Why can't Kyle and Christian both contribute to a win? Right, you know, but that's just not the way I think a lot of us want to look at things. You feel better? I don't know. Kind of just got me riled up again. Yeah, I was about to say you're now (laughs) now you're ready to go. He's about ready to jump over the table. Can keep going for a while, but we can we can. I think shift the bottom gears. line is. Like, am I wrong? Like, is no, there is, is no, there no, something? No. Like, oh, not wrong. No, you're not wrong. The bottom line is, you can say that Kyle Allen is a good quarterback without saying that Cam Newton is a bad quarterback, and, and I think vice can, versa. I think that's yeah. that's what it is. I I see this a lot in female reporters, and it's probably the same with male reporters too. I'm just a female one, so that's all I know. <laughs> but facts. People on Twitter will say. Oh, I thought this reporter was good until this reporter. Mm-hmm. And it's like maybe they're both good. <laughs> yeah, right. Like right. It, you see this a lot, or like, oh, yeah. I thought she was pretty until this girl came along. It's like maybe they're both pretty. Yeah. Like there's just that can be a case. That there can be there a are thing. things that yeah. can exist. Yeah. 
together. And I think that's what is happening here with this quarterback situation is good job on Marty for having someone on this roster that he thought and the coaches thought and everyone thought could actually back up Cam Newton and not just be a roster, you know, spot. Yeah. And that's what you've got. So I kind of love that people get riled up a little bit just because it is – this has been a long time with Cam Newton at quarterback, and so it is good that they're invested in what this team has been and, and may continue to yeah. be. But Kyle Allen is making a dang good run here at being a starter in this league, whether that's for the Carolina Panthers or he ends up being trade bait mm-hmm. if Cam Newton comes back and all of those things. So just hang tight there. And uh, every- don't say anything that we will screenshot <laughs> and later bring up to you on Twitter be right. careful out there. I know my last thing. I know everybody like everyone loves Cam Newton. We I mean, we've enjoyed watching him. He's obviously transformed this franchise. He Kyle Allen is quarterback right now, and I think we can appreciate and if the fans out there love Cam Newton while also rooting for Kyle Allen right now. Mm-hmm. I think you can do that. Yeah. I don't think you have to choose one or the other. And that's just what I would hope to see happen as the season goes on. That's all I, that's all I ask. You don't have to think Kyle Allen is, is getting the bust ready for him in the Hall of Fame. You don't, you don't have to think that. But if you're a Panther fan, you can pull for Kyle Allen and this team to continue to win games while also being a big Cam Newton supporter. I think you can do that. You can have your cake and eat it, too. Yep. That's all I'm saying. Boy, glad we got that off our chest. <sighs> you know? I feel better. I, I don't know I if Max little, does. I th- no, I think I feel a little you better. You do? <laughs> okay. I think I do. Thank you for coming to group therapy, everyone. That was really that yeah. Was the ther- group chat was, has turned to group therapy. Yeah, that was therapeutic for us. Max, now, literally, Max literally walked in and was like, "I can't wait for the group chat this week." I've got something. I was impressive. I believe we went about twenty minutes there. So if you are still with us, thank you. And if you're all yeah. riled up in your car now, all mad and taken to Twitter, thank you. Yep. <laughs> it's at Panthers Max. Yeah. Tweet at him. <laughs> All right, we are going to get to this Atlanta game, though. The Falcons coming to town off of a big win. Who expected the Falcons to be the Saints? You, come on. You Will's did not. raising his hand. You did not. I want proof. No. No, yeah, no one I, did. I, I was in the press box, and I said, I really hope the Falcons beat the Saints. Okay, okay that's hope very is different. different. I really hope they play well. Hope is different, but they are. The, listen, the Falcons did it. It was one of those games where I heard the final score and didn't believe that it was the final score. I was like, well, yeah. how much time is left? They're like, no, the game's over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, great. So what this does is it sets the NFC South even more ablaze of so, what's going to happen. So then- a week ago, if our listeners remember, I said three of our ten things that the Panthers need to do, mm-hmm. one of which was win the coin toss. I said they need to pick Hales. Hales, they didn't do it. Yeah, I don't think Hales is an option. Hales isn't an option. But, there might have been Hales could, on the okay, field. Okay, but how many times Hales. in school? How many times in school did you like try and draw like an A that could also look like a B? Yeah. So you know, yeah. oh, A is wrong. No, yeah. no, Hales. that's a, that's yeah. a B. Right. Or like, what, if, what if you said Hales and they're like, no, it was it was Hales. I said, I said, I said, I said Hales. He- yeah, I said that. I said heads. That's what they were trying to do. Yeah, but yeah, no, they got it wrong again. And Green Bay came down <laughs> and scored an opening drive in the second half. I, I don't think that's insignificant that there were one in eight on coin tosses this year. And then the flags, the penalties that I mentioned, yeah. mm-hmm. those were big. Huge. And and honestly, I think after the, the recent results of the weekend, I still think the best path to the playoffs is through New Orleans. I mean, Minnesota, yeah. Seattle, they I mean, they look yeah, no, good. I mean, like the wild, these wild card spots are, are gonna be tough to get. I think it's through New Orleans. 
It is certainly. Yeah, I don't it, know. It, it just the NFC South is is definitely more interesting now, but that NFC wild card oh. spot is just fascinating. So, what we're going to do to embarrass ourselves this week is become rappers because Atlanta, if you are not aware, uh, is home to Gucci Mane, Ludacris, Twenty One Savage. Who else? So whenever I'm so out of my depth, when, Ti. Yeah, whenever we played in Atlanta, I would always be the guy on the bus, like blasting "Welcome to Atlanta," where the players play mm. and ride on things like Such every day. Yeah, I would listen to like 2001 Jermaine Dupri because that is peak Will. Yeah, that's I'm so on brand with that. And then Amy would hear it from across the aisle and just like lose oh, lose her crap to to yourself. You wouldn't even play it out loud as like a like a joke. No, no, it's it's it like joke. it's like on my my oh. great Bose headphones. Wow. Shout out to Sponsor. Sponsor? No, 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 okay. Wow. Well, Will, you have to go first then. I'm not at all prepared for this segment, by the way. I was preparing for my soapbox segment and yeah. I had no. no I, I, I was I was just prepared to nothing. do Welcome to Atlanta where the players <laughs> play. And we were on them things like every day. We're leaning on Caroline for this one, I think, Big time. Oh man. I, I, I did I did make up something on the elevator. Okay. When uh yeah, it was not good. No, it's not it's not good. <laughs> it's also on brand. Okay, well, I'll go. <laughs> I guess I'm going first since yeah, I'm the only one. Are you, you going to share it or no? It was something about Alex Arma. Yeah, I, Alex Arma's going to whoop on your grandma. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh. I, I think I said grandmama and then first he made said me take grandmama. Grandma. Yeah. No, it says Arma's grandma. from like near Atlanta. You like ruined the trying, rhyme. Are, with we, the extra are we trying to are trying do to rhyme? I don't know. Ma? Like Arma? It's with hard to. Ha- what do you rhyme with Alex Arma? Why did you, you chose pick Alex, Alex Arma? Arma? Yeah. I don't know, because <laughs> I feel like Alex Arma's from Georgia, and he needs a big game. We need more Alex Arma in our lives. Yeah, no one told you you had to rhyme something with Alex Arma. Did you know he's actually now Alex Arma Jr.? Okay, well then rhyme something with Junior. What are you going to rhyme with Junior? I don't know. Think about it while I'm doing these. <laughs> All right, so here's here's what I came up with. This is going to be embarrassing. I'm not. I actually announced in the office if anyone was good at freestyle. Um is anybody? No one yeah. said that. I, I thought I thought Connor might have said he might have been. No. So here's my first one. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. <laughs> the Panthers have home field advantage against the Dirty Birds. See if we can get some things to bounce our way, unlike against that team that likes cheese curds. Hey. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's Dirty good. Birds and cheese curds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because of those penalties that you mentioned. Yeah. I, I thought the penalty against Gerald McCoy. For roughing the passer, was a shift in the game. Complete. Uh, I, I completely. think. I think that moment lost the game for the for the Panthers. It was a huge third down, and that there was, were other things. There were certainly other things, but I thought that was the cherry on top. I see your third and thirteen roughing the passer call, and I will raise you the second and twenty six yep. thirty eight mm. yard completion to yep. Devontae Adams. Yep. That one, because as you all remember, Joe McCoy makes a huge stop. Yeah, when they. As time expires to end the first half, Carolina's going into the locker room, all sorts of momentum, feeling great. It's a four-point game. Then they come out, start the second half. They got him back second and 26 from like Green Bay's own nine-yard line. Yep. And 38 yards later, Devontae Adams and then Packers come on and score. And I was like, if you know, if they come up with a stop there, they're going to get the ball back in pretty good field position, potentially take the lead. And that one, to me, felt like the true just got punched. See, I think if – that that third down, they would have had to punt the ball. Oh, you're, and they would oh have yeah, had for fantastic sure. Fantastic field position, potentially to score, have, take the lead. Yes, yes, to have the ball going into half. I think yeah. that that to me is just when the sideline felt like it shifted. Everything just felt 
wrong after that. Everyone was yeah. so mad, and it's so scary when you start getting mad at the refs. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Panther fans slope. and Jerome Bo- Boger, that is not. Uh, I I, 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 <laughs> I lost it a little bit. I uh, lost someone it. Someone made a, a really bit. someone not good. Someone made a really funny graphic. Uh, uh, although, listen, we talk about Panther fans on Twitter. Green Bay Packer fans, not from Green Bay. Okay, mm. if you're from Green Bay, I like you as a Packers fan. The ones on Twitter not from Green Bay are. I can't say the word of what they are. Really? They're so wow. mean. They were so mean. Wow. Okay? One of them, although he did, he made a graphic. I posted a video of Luke celebrating after the big Jerry McCoy stop. Uh-huh. They just went in for, like, no reason of, like, oh, well, uh, what was the score, Caroline? Be like, no crap, dip. Mm. Like, I know. <laughs> like, I was there. I was not watching on TV from my couch like you were. Like, I was there. I know what the score is. But uh, we did not have a good night on Twitter that night. Man. I th- listen. We just woke up on the wrong side of the bed today, and you're getting it all here on the group therapy. Um, <laughs> but one guy posted a, a graphic of the like Green Bay Packers, and it was this cartoon. Like a Panthers fan then took that graphic and added refs to it. And said you can't win without the whole team. Oh, was this a, was this was one where like the Packers like Packers players are celebrating in the end zone, and then they photoshopped the like the refs into it? Oh, that I saw was that a good one, one too. too. I that saw one, one where the ref did the Lambo leap. I saw one where the ref had a cheese head yeah. on as he was signaling first down. Oh, that's good. There yeah. were there were a lot to choose from. People did a really good job. It was this one where they're like on a train, <laughs> and then and it's like one that the Packers made, right. and then a guy responded and put the ref. <laughs> Just oh off gosh. to the side of the train. I saw, oh yeah, I saw the one where it was like after they got a takeaway and like all oh, these guys pose now for the yeah, camera, yeah, yeah. and so like then they added some refs <laughs> right. like, doing this. Well, what do you think about Aaron Rodgers saying he was glad that he finally got a call? Ugh, it's like, it's yeah. so Aaron Rodgers. Like that's that is Aaron Rodgers. He's I'm like, I'm glad right. yeah. one finally went oh my, my way. That's I thought you know, it was awesome. Talk about twisting the knife for yeah. Panther fans. But yeah. I thought it was awesome after the game that like him and Gerald had the moment that they had. Like and on the play where Gerald completely took away their dreams of scoring, like Aaron's face was like, all right, that was pretty good. Like his face gave some respect to McCoy. And I that's that was surprising. To me. Uh, and in looking at the photos of the rough and the passer penalty. It sure looks to me like Aaron Rodgers is kind of saying without saying to Gerald McCoy, like, yeah, I got one there. Sorry. Yeah. Come on. It, the, the worst was the slow-mo on the broadcast of Aaron catching the yeah, flag. Just like, just like, yes. Yeah. Flag. Yikes. All right, I have another one that's really embarrassing. Oh, yeah. So in this one, I was really stuck on rhyming the two words that I chose. So I'm not. it's almost like Arma and Grandma, but it's a little bit better. Thank you. I like this matchup for the Thieves and Sack Street Boys. Send the Dirty Birds home drinking their LaCroix. Ooh. Okay. Mic drop. I really wanted to rhyme boys with LaCroix. That's a really good <laughs> rhyme. Yeah. But the- I don't, like, <laughs> wait a minute. So, wait, what are, they, what are they doing again? They're going home drinking their LaCroix? That's mm-hmm. the- yeah. Send the Dirty Birds home <laughs> drinking their LaCroix. They're negative 12 in the turnover That's battle. That's amazing. So that's why I chose the Thieves and the if Sex the pa- Street Boys. If the Panthers win, I, I think we're going to need a photoshopped image of like Matt Ryan drinking, yes. drinking LaCroix. LaCroix. Yes, please. I'll drop this these Hopefully bars on Twitter with a good, <laughs> with a good graphic of um, drinking Only LaCroix. the group chat fans will know what it means. The groupies? Yeah, the, groupies the groupies will know. And then I have another one, but it's not. I didn't finish writing the rhyme. But the Panthers must fix their run defense if they want to get over the NFC wildcard fence. I mean, that's a major factor right there. Yeah. 
But yeah, I that's to, just I, truth. Is what I, that, was a, that was a rough one. Cold, that might, hard truth. That might be my best one, but I was I, I was a little, that was a last minute one that I just kind of threw down. Like, Yep. No, but that was, mm. I mean, you're, you're striking a chord there. With their LaCroix and defense and run defense, just Max, you, you you wrote a little bit about that yesterday. Yeah. How, how do you feel that the team's approach to fixing it moving yeah, forward? Yeah, well, look, they played nine games, so like we've got a large enough sample size to now say, like, okay, something's going on with the run defense, right? And, you know, you helped me pull up the numbers yeah. over Ron's tenure. They've overall been ninth in the NFL yep. in run defense from 2011. Three or four to, years where they're top five. I mean, they've been number two in the NFL one yep. year. Three, six. What I mean, like, they've historically been a very, very good run defense. The scheme, of course, changed this year. I think everyone's kind of wondering how that may have played a role in what we're seeing right now. Ron continues to say it. It's a gap scheme. It's all about a gap accountability. But on Monday, when he kind of elaborated a little bit more, he, he made it pretty clear. He was like, look, coaches, players, we've got to get together, and there's no magic fix, but there has to be a fix yeah. some, some way or another because yeah. we all know into November and December, and especially with what you know, teams are going to do game planning for this defense, they're going to get a heavy dose of the run, and they're going to have to prove that they can stop it. And, and until it improves, they're just putting themselves in – they're behind the eight ball. Mm-hmm. If you cannot stop the run, if teams are going to get five, six yards to carry, it's really, really hard to play defense in the NFL. You know, that's, and that's just the bottom line. So there's certainly – between Luke, Shaq, McCoy, Dontari, Addison – I mean, the guys are there, you know. And I think that's what the players believe is that there's – the pieces are in place. Right. They just got to do it. And I don't know what really more else can be said until they just produce. Uh, this is going to be a thing that they're going to continue to have to answer questions about. And, I mean, Aaron Jones was the latest. I mean, it's not just the rushing yards. They're allowing more rushing touchdowns than anybody in the NFL yeah. by a wide margin. Yeah. Uh, so they're leading to scores. and three, yeah. three players with multiple rushing touchdowns against them. I mean, there was, yeah. there was once a time when they went two years with nobody rushing over 100 yards. Uh, yeah, I remember that streak. I mean, my goodness. So The I good mean, old days. And the thing, the real thing about it, too, that I think it goes a little bit unnoticed or overlooked is this team's obvious strength defensively is rushing the passer. Mm-hmm. You can't rush the passer if you can't stop the run. Yeah. So they can't even really get to their greatest strength if they're not able to get that first thing done, which is stopping the run. If, if, if teams are in third and manageable, second and three, you can't pin your ears back. You need to be in third and nine, third and 11, and that's when you can kind of release the hounds and get after them. So it's it's kind of it, it's a trickle down effect that happens yeah. when you can't stop the run. And look, we can talk about it all we want. As Ron said after the game, talk means nothing. Yeah, I mean it's 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 not enough to just talk about it. And you know that locker room is well aware. And we'll see if they can turn it around starting with Atlanta. Thankfully, all that we get to do is talk about it. We don't. We don't. We don't actually, have to put the pads we don't on. Have, we don't have to put the, the pads on. We'll be it. here talking about it next week. Too. <laughs> we still get to talk about it. <laughs> All right, let's do our favorite segment, new segment that Will gave us such a great intro song to. Oh, that's my favorite part, yeah. It is Light of the Week. Light of the Week, Light of the Week, Light of the Week. Wow. You got a really high pitch there at wow. the end. That, that I, was, I, I tried to, go, I try to get up there. Voice training was nice. Okay, our Line of the Week this week comes courtesy of tight end Greg Olson, who is notorious for giving us good lines. Uh, this is after the defeat at Lambeau Field in the Frozen Tundra to the Packers when talking about quarterback Kyle Allen. 
Quote, what he did against that defense with that front, pinning their ears back, knowing we had to throw the ball, we all saw the conditions and the weather down 14 in the fourth quarter. To lead us down the field was pretty incredible. I honestly thought what he did tonight overall, and of course that fourth quarter was impressive a quarterback display as I've ever seen. All-pro veteran tight end Greg Olson, who has seen a lot of quarterback play throughout his career, talking about what Kyle Allen did against the Packers. And he's, just and he's not, he doesn't just give out praise. He does not. Just nope. to give it out. If there's anybody in that locker room who tells it how it is, win, law, win loss, draw, whatever the case may be, it's Greg Olson. Yeah. He's not a blowing smoke kind of guy. So take so that, just, Twitter trolls. <laughs> just going to leave that, leave that out there. Let that sit. We started this defending Kyle Allen, and we'll end it defending Kyle Allen. And we talk about the run defense. We're on brand today, guys. Very on brand. This was a this was do we I think you feel better now. I'm kind like, of that mood. right there, like this is a happy max. <laughs> I just kinda wanna crack open a LaCroix and just relax a little bit. I don't know I why LaCroix's it. on the mind, but <laughs> <laughs> the Lee Croix. I I'm happy you feel better. Like that's what we needed to make you feel better, is is just knowing that Greg Olson had your back. Yeah, that does make me feel a lot better. Yeah. I think it does. It does. But it no it really is, is knowing that you guys have my back. Wow. Always. That's what it's family. about. Always. We're wow. all we're in this together. I Even producer Matt is nodding along. He's got our back. He's in. Thanks, buddy. Well, that was the group chat today. I feel better. I feel like this therapy session really helped me. I was having a little slow start to the day. Tuesday when we tape these, it's raining outside today. It's always raining. Your rhymes were so good. Thanks. You think <sighs> I have something here? Should I keep pursuing it? Yeah, you should. Just drop a couple bars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I will save all of you and never do that. Although, um, I'm glad that I came up with three. What I should have done is just pass these out to you guys so that mm. you could have had your own. Yeah. But I didn't do that. I took all credit for my Dirty Birds, Cheese Curds, Sack Street Boys, and LaCroix. Mm-hmm. Uh, the LaCroix one. LaCroix. That's, that's money. Yeah. I'm going to ask for a graphic. I think Daniel yes. can make me a LaCroix yeah, that graphic. Can, now, uh, now, if there was ever a well. reason for the Panthers to win a football game, it's <laughs> so we can it. use a LaCroix graphic. <laughs> that is certainly <laughs> the case. Well, it's not going to be easy, though. The Panthers, of course, taking on the Atlanta Falcons, coming off the big win against the New Orleans Saints, making the NFC South and the NFC just in general absolutely crazy. So stay tuned. We'll keep you all updated with everything going on Panthers. And I bet next week we talk about the run defense. We'll see y'all then. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.